to the What You Been Watching podcast, hosted by the Dudley Brothers. I am the honorable, the right justice, marvelous Mike Dudley, followed as always by my younger brother. MD3, Marcus Dudley, checking in. What's going on? Uh, we are joined by one of my favorite people. Uh, the middle Dudley has decided to join us today. The trifecta is complete. Indeed. What's up? How's it going? It's Matthew Dudley's voice you'll hear there. Uh, we have brought him in for a very special reason today. Special season. Yeah. We, uh, in the spirit of March Madness and the Royal Rumble, which just came through uh, about a month ago, we have decided to do a tournament bracket of the greatest movie villains in our minds of all time. All time, 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 time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and so he is going to be not only the tiebreaker, but put his uh, seasoning in onto his thoughts. He gave us some suggestions for the list as well. Everybody got a couple free ones that might be silly to the average moviegoer, but you know what? We, we, need, just, our, we need them in there. Yeah, we need our personalities. For personal, personal reasons. Um, so yeah, I guess the criteria that we're just going to break down is, I guess there's so many factors as to what makes a villain. Uh, is it just being memorable? Is it the body count? Right. Is it... The effect that they have on our protagonists. So there's a lot of factors. Longevity, number of movies. I mean, just sheer downright villainy motives. You just know. downright yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, those are all kind of some moving pieces, and they're all going to be kind of considered. Uh, this is definitive, so whenever we get done and whoever is the winner, you can go ahead and circle that and put it at the annals of history that that is the greatest villain of all time. That's it. It is definitive. So it was written, so it was. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, do we want to get into it? Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about you? Your little bit of your geek cred bona fides? Or? Geek cred. Oh, man, I gave up my geek card. <laughs> 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 I don't do that shit anymore. Reborn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I only watch garbage. <laughs> That's but you, watch, you, you do watch a lot of good garbage, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I like trash. Um, I like horrible things and um, like example, um, alligator. Okay. Um, Tokyo Gore Police. <laughs> um, uh, Zardoz, sort of, Zardoz. kind of. I I kind of hate a little bit also. Um, shit. What else? What do you think about the Marvel movies? I I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I like roller coasters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. And we're just shills for everything. So, yeah. that, that's what Mike and I are. We're just like, it was in color. <laughs> um, the people, they were talking, and it was good, and I was laughing. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, uh, let's jump into this tournament. We have compiled the lists. We have checked it twice. We have found out none of these people are nice. They are all naughty. Let's do it. So, yeah. Who we got first? Who, who's, who's getting knocked out? All right. This is going to be a tough one. Like I said, we tried, to, we tried to give a vast variety of... There's some comedic stuff in here, but they're still good villains. Just because you're on a comedy, you're not excluded. Right. So, we'll start off on the, the top, the number one seed. It is going to be Hannibal Lecter of Silence of the Lambs, of Hannibal, of Red Dragon fame, of, uh, you know, great performance fame. Versus Mr. Vernon of The Breakfast Club. <laughs> now, he was a good villain. You cannot say he was not. Credit where credit's due, he was a great villain. I mean, singularly focused in punishing kids no matter what. He has the great line of, you know, you mess with a bull, you get the horns. Memorable. 
had a real chip on his shoulder regarding Judd, Ap- uh, not Judd Apatow, uh, Judd Nelson for some reason. Uh, but uh, as far as compared to Hannibal Lecter... It's a bad matchup. I'll that's say a bad <laughs> It's a bad matchup. The way we did it, it's just like the normal, for those sports fans out there, it's just like the NCAA tournament where a 1 is playing a 16 seed, an 8 is playing a 9 seed, a 2 is playing a 15 seed, so on. Because otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. So this is just, I think we can all agree, a bad matchup, right? I mean, listen, good, great villain, but comparatively, it's not going to stand up to Hannibal Lecter. Can we all be in agreement on this? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, moving on, moving on. All right, our second matchup is going to be Pinhead of the Hellraiser series. Oh, shit. Okay. And Detective Alonzo Harris from Training Day. It's a tough one, Damn. surprisingly. Damn. What are your thoughts, Michael? Go ahead. Okay. See... I'm a huge Pinhead fan, or especially the Hell, the first two Hellraiser movies. Like those, those movies freaked me out when I was a little kid, and like in a big bad way. And I mean, the dude's literally a transdimensional demon that's just kind of into pain. Like that's pretty badass and metal. Like that's pretty gnarly. The guy has hooks that can come in, and you know he's quoting the Bible irreverently. Uh, Alonzo, man, that dude is so calculating. I mean, literally, he plans an entire day revolving around one new member of his crew to make his dreams happen. And, like, that's pretty conniving. Like, the, the patience and, and conniving and cunning that it takes to pull off something of that magnitude is really impressive. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to go, go, go with Pinhead. I'm going to go with Pinhead because I'm pretty sure I know which way you guys are going to go. And so I just want him to get a shout out before he gets knocked out. So you don't know me, <laughs> Matthew. You got any thoughts or? Um, Pinhead's not really the villain in that movie. It's the uncle, right? Who summoned Pinhead in the first place because he was seeking powers beyond his understanding. And Pinhead is just the like Deus Ex Machina in that, right? Sure. Uh, he's he's still... the T Rex at the end of fucking Jurassic Park. You know, he's not. He's not the villain. It's it's the uncle. And the the wife, the English wife, that's murdering everyone. They're the villains. They call that a slam dunk in the business? I'm going to give it to Alonzo. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad Pinhead made the list. Uh, he's a classic. He's iconic. Uh, the look is really cool. They did the Rick and Morty recently about, like, pleasure is pain. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So pain is pleasure. Yeah. It's like this Adam's Family bullshit. <laughs> but, um... I don't know, man. I think one of these people won an Oscar, and <laughs> damn it, Denzel earned it. So I'm personally leaning towards Detective Alonzo Harris. Uh, he was pretty despicable in that, and the ass beating in which he gives Ethan Hawke is one of my favorite fight scenes. It's it's a ass beating for the books. You know I'm surgical with this bitch, James. You know, yeah, you know I'm surgical. Oh, where oh where has my little Jake gone? Yeah, and he. Uh, there you are, Jake. Yes, the King Kong ain't got shit on me. I mean, come on. Listen, I just want to make sure Pinhead got props from at least one vote. Just he, he needed to have one one moment of representation. Just credit where credit's due. There's, he's cool, but he's not the villain in that movie, is he? And in the in Hellraiser two, it's the Leviathan. I mean, sure. I mean, in the same way that like, well, I don't want to say nothing because he might come up later. So <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that one to myself. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, are we ready to move on? 
Yeah, yeah. So two to one, I guess yeah. Alonzo Harris makes it through. It does, it does. Okay, the next one is going to be actually way more tricky than I thought. Uh, we have the Predator of Predator fame, obviously, Aliens vs. Predator, being the most memorable and <laughs> noteworthy of all the Predator franchises. With the okay. Predalien, I mean, come on. Okay. And we have John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, a.k.a. Gary Oldman, in The Fifth Element. Oh. I haven't seen Fifth Element in a long time. I've seen it I've seen it a good amount of times, but it's been a while. So. Go ahead. I'm just the tiebreaker in this oh, scenario. Okay. I know who I would go for. <laughs> Can I ask, what, remind me what his motives were. It's, he wants to get... Um, He's working for, like... Dark powers to destroy the universe. Yeah, and he has a cool haircut. <laughs> yeah, he really does have a rad haircut. And he's an arms dealer. Yeah, he's, he's an arms dealer, and he's working with the the uh, aliens. I don't remember their names. Yeah, I don't. yeah. Okay. And Chris Tucker was there for some reason. Corbin. <laughs> um, I mean, my vote personally, I gotta go Predator. I, I, I'm a big thing on looks, and like when I saw like Boba Fett for the first time, I was like, he just looks cool. I don't care what he does, right. and I'm just a mark for stuff like that. But like the Predator was the shit, man. <laughs> like it's hard. He's just the look is cool. It's a great franchise, but I don't know. Does that make him a villain? I think he's just kind of doing his job. It's like this rite of passage thing. So that's I mean, a, that can still be pretty terrifying, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it, hunting a species just because they're a worthy opponent is sort of you know. Pretty villainous. It's pretty fucking villainous. I mean, it's a dangerous game, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think my vote might go towards the Predator simply because of name recognition on that I, one. I think mine's going to also go to Predator just because, I mean, in terms of longevity, he's gotten way more movies out of it. He's got Gary more... fucking old. <laughs> 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 That's actually, I don't know. Yeah, that's that one's actually was tougher than I thought, though. I yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Gary Oldman in that movie is a great villain. He's very memorable. He's got a great, great you know, great one-liners oh, and stuff like that. At this table. <laughs> I love that, but I lo- I think that that movie is more aesthetic than anything, and really like his motives are never really clear, other than he's just doing this kind of for power, I guess, but uh-huh. not really whatever. Like, at least the Predator has very clear motives. Like, sure. oh no, I'm going to collect your skull and take it back to my tribal, you know, uh, uh, hunter-gatherer. Only if you're worthy. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's constantly, you know, it's like the reverse of, like, deadly game or something like that, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Predator wins for me, but I'm glad that you got the vote for Gary Oldman. I actually, I hated uh, Fifth Element for a long time, and then I watched really? it to death. And just like it clicked at some point, and mm. then I was like, I get this movie now. Yeah, it's all camp. Yeah, it. Chris Tucker's annoying in it. Oh, I think Chris Tucker is perfectly top, cast. But the more I watched it, I was like, Yeah, I, I think I broke something in my brain where now I love this movie. So, Fifth Element is amazing. Okay, that's what's up. All right, well, uh, moving on. Well, Matthew, you may not be the tiebreaker if you want to pipe no. in earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Predator's moving on. Um, all right, so our next matchup, and this one I think is going to be pretty fun as well. We have Agent Smith of the Matrix versus Caster Troy oh, in Face Off, who is, is also John Travolta and is also Nick Cage. I mean, you know which one I'm going to vote for. 
Michael his Michael's fanboyism of Nick Cage will not allow him to vote otherwise. Fuck you, that's a great villain. Oh, he's great. The opening scene where he's like grabbing on some like sixteen year old choir girl's ass and like singing Hallelujah and like oh that's just great. That, that's great. He throws an FBI agent out of a plane like on on the runway, just like boop. There you go. Deal with that, Sean. Oh, it's great. It anyway, is, it is a fun movie. I, I do. <laughs> and then and then when John Travolta takes over and he adds his actual smarminess and like he oh, no, he sucks. He literally sleeps with with uh, Archer's wife. Like I mean, granted he is Archer kind of, but whatever. It's sort of like yeah. I mean, I think he's a great villain. Unquestionably, I wish it would have just been Nick Cage the whole time because I thought he just did a better job. Just Nick Cage versus Nick Cage face off. Yeah, when he does the waterfall face thing, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I mean, again, this is I feel bad doing this because it's going to be my cop-out answer to a lot of them, but like, not just longevity, like Smith's motives was going to end all of humanity. You know what I mean? And Caster Choi is just memorable. Like, great performance, no question. But The movie opens with him shooting a kid in the face. I'm in not, the face! I'm not saying, I mean... Smith was going to kill every woman, child on the planet, man on the planet. You know, I mean, and again, there's so many factors where it's just we're talking performance, and it's not like Hugo even was a slouch in that. His performance was great. It's not as over the top by any means. It's much more subdued, but that's kind of the whole point of that movie. But, like, again, body count plays a factor. He's memorable, so check that box. Over the top performance in that category, that goes to Nick Cage slash John Travolta. <laughs> Motive, intention, uh, I, I got to lean Smith on this one. Also, my fanboyism of The Matrix will not allow <laughs> This is why you're to here. To vote otherwise. <laughs> For this exact scenario. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. All right. Um, Agent Smith versus Nick Cage. And John Travolta. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Travolta sucks in that movie, but... Uh, Blasphemy. Uh, no, he sucks. Uh, I'm going to go Caster Troy. Caster Troy. Really? Caster Troy. Upset of the century. Caster Troy mm-hmm. goes over Agent Smith. I wish I had a bell. Can you? Can you? <laughs> I wish I had a bell. <laughs> All right, what's the, the reasoning? Along. For why? Por qué? The Matrix sucks. <laughs> oh. The first one's good, and then you have the other two, and it just ruins it. Like, why'd you do that? Matthew, I spent hours talking to The Matrix about The Matrix TV. I know. And you just lied to me and feigned interest. Yeah. That the first one's fine. <laughs> but there's one, I have one Star Wars, and it's the first one. And everyone else is after that. Like, I, I don't care about. It's just shit. Okay. It's new, it's new hope or nothing. <laughs> hey, man. I get it. I get it. You know what? But I, I said when, you, when we asked you to come over, whatever you say goes. In the first upset of the day, Caster, I'm going to repeat this, Caster Troy of Face Off. Defeats Agent Smith. It's in the books. It's going on. Right. That's it. Okay. Definitive, definitive. Cast, it pains me to write. Agent Smith, I love you, boss. All right. This one is going to be interesting. We're moving on. We're moving on if everyone's cool with that. Are you cool? I'm going to have to be. If I dwell on it, I'm just going to argue and it's going to turn into an episode of Always Sunny. I'm just going to berate Michael about how dumb he is for liking Nick Cage and his fanboyism. Yeah. But it's okay. I, I like Nick Cage, too. I actually can't wait to see the new movie he's in, but yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever. Yeah, that looks awesome. Looks, looks incredible. Being Nick Cage. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this one is going to be a good one, actually, because it's two really, really iconic characters for very different reasons. Okay. We have, in the sixth seed, we have Jason Voorhees versus the 11 seed, Scarface, a.k.a. Tony Montana. Now, I've been allowing you to go first, but if I may explain why Tony Montana made the list. He is the villain 
of his own story. He yes. is by far his own worst enemy. And he's not like... It's kind of like you hear a bunch of like frat dudes back in the day. They're like, I want to be Tyler Durden. It's like he's not an admirable right. character. Like his qualities... He's not a good guy. Like he's... Al Pacino's performance is so good that it carries the entire movie. And if he wasn't as good as he is in that, that would be a boring-ass movie. That would be a boring-ass movie in my opinion. But I will say this. Tony Montana, again is the villain of his own story. Now, I have not made my decision, but Michael, you go ahead. Uh, it was Tony Montana versus, what was the other Jason one? Jason Voorhees. Voorhees. Classic slasher. I, mean, I gotta go with Jason Voorhees. Again, I think Tony Montana's a great villain in, I mean, you know, drug kingpin, mur- you know, murdering people, just, you know, zero remorse, zero, you know, zero conscience. The guy's a psychopath. But Jason Voorhees, just on body count alone, and just... Sheer cool violence, just animalistic, primal. Like that was pretty fucking cool to see that dude get ripped in half. I mean, he's given us so much, so much, so much. I'm going Jason. Yeah. I unanimously Jason. I love Tony Montana. I've seen that movie a million times, but Jason Voorhees is an all-time yeah. great slasher. Yeah. All-time great slasher. Yeah. Tony Montana is great villain, but it's it's the, the the whole point of that movie that he is his own worst villain. So. It's it's the rise and downfall of, of a king, uh, brought low by his by his own hubris. So. 100. Again, some of these are just just by natural, like just the way of things are. Is some of these are just going to be bad matchups. They could be great. No, that, that was a good matchup. Yeah. Just two iconic villains for very dramatically different reasons. All right, uh, this one I think is going to be a little bit more clear cut. One of the all time like original OG villains against somebody who's just downright evil. We have the Wicked Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz fame versus Damien of the Omen. Thoughts, Matthew? Anything? I'll wait. You want to this do... is my entry, so yeah. This is your entry? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I mean, listen, the, Damien, just by being virtue of he's the Antichrist, already lends a lot of credibility on the evil scale. You know, I mean, it's a lot me, of personally, points, yeah. I'm an agent of chaos, so I'm all about this. But in that movie... He doesn't do a lot of killing. Like, a lot of killing happens around him, but I don't think there's maybe one or two instances that he is actually, like, an active participant in in murder or, or mayhem or, or some sort of villainous deed. A lot of that movie is based around talking about how evil he's going to be. Yeah. So... I, I don't think I don't I, I think maybe he doesn't stack up in this one particular instance. I mean, the Wicked Witch of the West, iconic. Like she wants vengeance against one little stranded girl from Kansas because she inadvertently accidentally killed her sister, and that's pretty fucking good motivator. It's a death wish for witches. <laughs> <laughs> death witch? Yeah, sure. There we go. There we go. What you got, Matthew? Wicked Witch. Any pontification on that? She's evil as fuck, and she's iconic. Like, what, what do you need? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm inclined to... This agree. man stands on very simple principles. I love it. No, I, I'm inclined to agree. Again, I think Damien's a really good character, but when I watch that movie, he doesn't do anything. He's boring as fuck. He just stands there and looks creepy. While well, like, opera's like... Yeah, and so I'm... And plus, the Wicked Witch of the West, man, she's the OG of that shit, man. So you gotta pay your respects, so... Pay homage to the queen. Pay homage. Wicked Witch moving on. Alrighty, we have, in our next one, this is going to be kind of interesting, um, we have Jigsaw from the Saw franchise 
And this one, if it was up to me, it would come down to him and one other person in the in the finals. We have the Kurgan from Highlander. Yes. What is I this? mean, it, I'm, I'm voting for the greatest movie ever made, Highlander. It, Kurgan is, is dope. I mean, the dude is centuries, years old, and he has one thing, killing Dunk, or Colin McLeod. Duncan McLeod is from the, the movie, series. Or the the show, series, yeah. 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 Uh, push my glasses up on that one for all you nerds. Uh, yeah, and he's dope. And he's played by Clancy Brown. He's got the iconic lines. He's got a great look. I mean, I love that movie. I will never not vote for that. Jigsaw's great. He's conniving. He's clever. He's maybe even mad brilliant, but it's really, really one note. It really, really, there's no layer to it at all. It's just, it's torture porn. That's fine. It's great, you know, as far as seeing visceral gore and, and, and that kind of thing. But in terms of just villainy, Kurgan's great, dude. I mean, I'll say this, like, the first Saw movie I have a lot of respect for. They shot it in like 18 days mm-hmm. on like a shoestring budget. Right. And like some of the performances. Hot dog and a handshake kind of thing. Yeah, and it was. And I, I like the script. I don't know how well it was acted. Like I have a lot of respect for that movie. And I, I liked the twist. Thank God nobody spoiled it for me. But the Kurgan, man. Come on, dude. The Highlander won an Oscar for the greatest film of all time. <laughs> and he's been doing it for thousands of years. He's just been an asshole to whatever other Highlander. He could have just killed Duncan McCloud, but no, he had to fuck with his... Colin. Colin McCloud. <laughs> yeah. He could have just killed him, but no, he had to, like, kidnap his girl and fuck with Sean Connery. That's and, right. like, he's just been an asshole for thousands of years. And, like, that's mad villainy. Sean Connery's the Spaniard. Yes. Is that correct? Well, technically, he's Egyptian who lived in Japan, who's now playing Spaniard, who's now playing a Spanish. Is that why there's a katana in this show? Yes. And they do nothing about his accent. Not at all. (laughs) Uh, Kurgan. Kurgan moves on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Kurgan. What does he say? It is better to burn... something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. There it is. There it is. Uh, Moving on to our next one. Uh, this was one of my selections, one of them. We have Voldemort of the Harry Potter franchise. He who shall not be named. He, he who shall not be named. Um, if you're going to whisper. Sorry, I got a little closer. <laughs> a little closer. He who shall not be named. Yeah, sorry. sorry, we can edit around. Uh, anyways, uh, we have Voldemort of the Harry Potter franchise, and we have Judge Doom of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Now, I think we all know who's going to win here, but I had to give a shout-out to my man... When I was a child, Judge Doom, the great Christopher Lloyd, the incomparable Christopher Lloyd, played him to a T. He wants to destroy Toontown so he can build a highway. And the villainy part is he's a toon himself. He murders toons on camera, and it's horrifying. The oh, yeah. little shoe is screaming when it's yeah, getting dipped it's, in the acid? And they do that in the first, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> like, that, that movie is terrifying. Um Let's hear it. I feel like, I'm going to be honest here, I don't watch enough Harry Potter. Like I have a respect for Voldemort. He's on the list because I feel like he should be on the list. I don't think I've seen enough Harry Potter to really even know. I guess he wants to wage a war on muggles, and he just wants to be a magic world, and he wants to be the king. He's, he's Something it's, like... It's, it's the magical equivalent, basically, of Hitler. He wants to either wipe out or subjugate the muggles and create a magical-led world of which he is and his ilk are... are the supreme leaders, basically. So it's sort of Stalin-esque, Hitler-esque, sort of that kind of thing. Uh, that being said, Judge Doom murders a little shoe, an innocent little shoe, dipping him slowly into a slowly. Vat, of, vat of dip. And it's horrifying. 
the shave and the haircut. That was terrifying uh, as a child. I'm going Judge Doom. Fuck it. I don't <laughs> I'm going Judge Doom. I, I mean, I have to vote for Voldemort. The guy's Hitler. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Hitler. Hitler. I, Again, I, maybe I should... You re- tell me the positive part of Nazis, Marcus. <laughs> okay, half of my job here is the real Michael Lynn. Uh, no. I, I, so Judge Doom was just trying to uh, murder all the tunes so that he could build a freeway. That was his whole goal. <laughs> uh, I'm going Judge Doom. Oh, shit. Wow. All I know about Harry Potter is I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> I think I'm a Ravenclaw, I think. Wow. I took the test once. You guys are geeks. <laughs> yeah. Are we are we moving Judge Doom on? Over big... Voldemort? I Okay, listen. I'm not dealing with the backlash on this one. I, I, I voted feel like Voldemort. I, sh- I feel like well, he has more... Yeah. There's more Harry... Yeah, I gotta go Voldemort. You, you, t- I gotta you go tell Voldemort. me. I gotta go changing his vote? Uh, I gotta All go All right, at the buzzer. I, I got pressured. No, Michael's... There's whole Harry Potter convention, but man, on a personal note of those two for me, Listen, that's all I'm honorable say. mention, honorable mention. But you can't, we cannot put Voldemort in front of Judge Do- or Judge Doom in front of Voldemort. That can't happen. I just know for me personally, I will admit Voldemort as a whole is probably the better villain. I'm saying for me personally, Judge Doom would win. Okay, but okay, so I'm not I, saying he's, he's got to be the final one, but if Judge Doom makes it into the final four, I'm gonna be. Fucking livid! I'm gonna flip this shit over. I, I promise mean, you. I mean, hey, look, that's it's all subjective, and I know it is what it is. Though we're moving on. Uh, we are going down to our our southern bracket here. You guys ready? Yep, let's do it. All right, we have one of the most iconic villains of all time. He's been portrayed in several several movies amongst the Batman franchise, the Joker. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one to beat. And he is going up against. This is a, a Marcus Dudley selection here. There is a Jamaican crime movie called Shottis, <laughs> and the bad guy's name is Teddy Bruckshut, and he is a fucking great character. I, I don't think he's going to win, but I will say this. I wanted to give him a shout out because the actor died. Uh, dang, what was his name? Uh, I won't waste time Googling it, but he died recently, and uh, yeah, man, he was a great actor. He's the bad guy in Belly as well, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Teddy Bruckshut, man. He was the shit in Shottis. I don't think he's going to win because you're going up against the Joker, but I gotta go, Joker. <laughs> Listen, Tony Bruckshot's great. I mean, he's Jamaican Scarface. The dude's a badass. He he basically kills all of Biggs' entire crew just in one in one fell swoop, you know. But listen, it's the Joker. I mean, yeah. just sheer body count alone. When when Jack Nicholson is on that parade float, throwing out wads of cash, and then just gasses the entire populace of Gotham that's some gangster shit yeah it's the Joker right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you need me for, for, for that alright <laughs> right, the Joker's moving on on our next selection we have a classic villain from a classic holiday movie we have Hans Gruber from Die Hard the great Alan Rickman versus what's his name Kevin Spacey from Seven John, John Doe. Doe. John, John Doe. Doe. From Seven. Thoughts? I'm Hans Gruber and I'm Grooving. <laughs> Hans Gruber? This is a diehard musical from Bob's Burger. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No? I don't remember that episode. 
Oh my lord. Oh man. I'm rewatching Bob's Burger now, so I'll let you know when I get to it. All right. <laughs> I vote Hans Gruber. Just, I mean, John Doe's evil as fuck in that movie, but Hans Gruber's just so memorable. Iconic. Man. Yeah. yeah. It ain't Christmas till that motherfucker gets kicked out a window. <laughs> I mean, I'm for me, I'm gonna have to go John Doe. I mean, again, you, you talk about setting up a plan and putting it into motion and just the the sheer willpower and intelligence it takes. Also to Kevin Spacey. Also Kevin Spacey, who, yeah. Probably the less said about that the better. <laughs> That's we'll just we'll just steamroll past that one. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean, just the the character of John. I mean, like the the dude is a maniacal genius, I, on a Joker esque level. So I, I have to vote for John Doe. I mean, the the, the guy had a, a brilliant plan that took up, you know, methodical planning and patience and a certain amount of research and money and just yeah, it, it's impressive. Put the grooves down. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, anything that ends in Gruber, I typically like. So. <laughs> All right, Hans Gruber is moving on. That's actually a really good matchup, though. I, I don't feel like we're giving John Doe enough credit. He is a really good villain. He is compelling as shit, and that movie is keeps you on edge. Um, all right, on to the next one. This is another Matthew selection that we all kind of agreed on. We have How 9000. From which movie? It's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, Kubrick. Kubrick? Kubrick. 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 Okay, yeah. Man. Versus the X-Men villain Magneto. Mm. Some what is how I haven't seen 2001 in a very 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 long time. Mm. What is Hal's motivation? Uh, he has a mission that he was programmed to do that the spacemen don't know, and where he's willing to risk their lives for to complete the mission, which is to get to Jupiter with yes. or without them. Yes, and yes. they start questioning him, and then he says. Hey, some shit's broken on the back. Pow! Out in space. I do remember that part. Yeah. He does have the, like, I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Dave. Yeah, yeah Dave. Yeah. yeah, Dave. I'll say this. My vote is for HAL 9000. Not because Magneto is one of the most compelling characters. The issue is, is he really wavers on villainy and, and being a hero. Uh, it's it's the the analogy which which Stan Lee and everybody who created the X Men kind of came up with was that oh, yeah. it was two sides of the same coin where Professor X was very much so the Martin Luther King of it all right. and Magneto was very much so the Malcolm X of it all. Sure. And so it's like the ends justify the means kind of thing. So I think Magneto is a super compelling character, super compelling. One of my favorite comic book characters, even in the movies, he's good. He, he's one of those what we would call, you know the the sympathetic villain where right. he, he's a villain and he's doing dastardly things but there's an element that you can that you can empathize with them and you sort of understand understand their motivations and why they are the way they are as opposed to somebody that's just like abject terror like Jason Voorhees or something right. like that uh-huh. he really does believe that what he's doing is for the best of mutant kind sure but onslaught though right. Yeah. Well, we're just talking strictly movies. Yeah, yeah. We can bring in comics. If you want to talk about Onslaught, we can get into this. Yeah. Capcom. <laughs> that's that's also what spawned this versus thing is more Marvel versus Capcom. Uh, yeah, I, can we please just get all the Marvel just just bring in a, a rotating roster of just all the Marvel characters versus the most random Capcom characters ever, just all the time. I don't play it, but I love watching other people play it. It's just three Felicias and a Morgan. <laughs> Oh Matthew, your alliances—they're so—they're so so strong. 
Oh, yeah, I vote Hal 9000. Again, Magneto's a great character, but my vote's for Hal 9000. Hal 9000 on this one. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm, I'm also going to go okay. Hal 9000 on that just because, um, I mean, again, Magneto's compelling villain, but in terms of literally, literally, Hal 9000 is a cold-blooded killing machine. It's also like how much, there's so much design in like a little red lens that, mm. and a, a creepy voice, and that's it. That's yeah. the whole character. That's yeah. a really good point, actually. That is a really good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, the, the, the fact that they do so much with, you know, he doesn't need magnetic powers and a cape <laughs> and a helmet. and that, It's just literally a dot. Your life is in my hands, and I've decided <laughs> you're not necessary for this mission anymore. That's it. Pretty fucking that's, villainous. That's villainy. Mad villainy right there. Shout out to MF Doom. Yeah. <laughs> this next one, I fought hard to get one of these characters on the list. And not only that, I managed to weasel him up to a 13 seed. We have uh, Anton, I'm going to say, Shinger? Shiger. Shiger. Uh, Shiger. Mm-hmm. Anton Shiger from No Country for Old Men, played by Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. versus my personal favorite, who would win it all if it was strictly up to me. Shonuff, <laughs> the bad guy from The Last Dragon, starring Tymek as the great Bruce Leroy. Now you got the glow. Have you seen The Last Dragon? I have not, but I am familiar with it. He I, is the I, I'm familiar. I, I know Bruce, Bruce Leroy. Haven't actually watched it. It's, it's super high on my list, but there's like I have a lot of garbage on my list. <laughs> it's hard to watch everything. Yeah, no. As a movie, it's it's top tier. It's it's great. Prince does the soundtrack. But, but I was I was I wanted uh, Richard Nixon from uh, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. He's a no. great villain. He shout out to. To Michael Jai White for putting together Black Dynamite because that movie fucking rules. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say I'll give you, I'll do my case for show enough since we're already on him. I don't think he's gonna win, but I'll just say this: when it comes to being memorable, check anybody that's seen The Last Dragon mm-hmm. is a show enough fan. You're mm-hmm. like fuck Bruce Leroy, show enough. <laughs> he has all the memorable lines. He says straight up like, "Am I the baddest? Show enough. Am I the prettiest? Show enough. Yeah, he's he's the shit. His he dresses like a like the Road Warriors from the 80s wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got like hockey pads. He's the Shogun of Harlem. And he's the shit. He wears like the Kanye West glasses long before Kanye West wore that shit. Like his that afro with the bandana and shit like that. And he's on the quest to get the blood on, on the quest to get the glow. And the thing is, it's not like world domination. He just sees Bruce Leroy and he just fucks with him. He's just a bully. <laughs> there's no like there's no like uh just he's just the Shogun of Harlem. He doesn't see him as that. And he goes out of his way to fuck with this really peaceful dude who just wants to teach karate. And he just fucks with him. He goes to his dojo and he just starts shit wherever he goes. He goes to a pizza shop. He starts shit in the pizza shop. Straight up, Rick James karate kicks this dude right in the chest, bro. Like, bow! bow. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Just certified through and through. He is a memorable, iconic, classic, to me, would win it all villain. I fucking love Shonuff. So. Who's he going up against? Who, who's the other one? It's a bad matchup, I'll just say that. It's uh, Javier Bardem and... Uh, oh yeah, Javier Bardem. <laughs> yeah. In no Country You can't even, is that from No Country? The dude's a cold-blooded, stone-cold killer, bro. Like, show enough, show enough gets his respect. He is the baddest. Michael, is he the baddest? Show enough. Okay. Show enough. Okay. So, I can but, accept. I mean, again, I gotta point out, one of these two won an Oscar. <laughs> My own ego comes back to strike against me. And careful, Icarus. Careful, Icarus. <laughs> fly too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Javier Bardem, bro. Yeah. 
Shout out to you showing off. <laughs> he admitted you're the baddest. Uh, yeah, it's Javier Bardem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Javier Bardem, Anton Chigger. Chigger? Chigger? Ching? Chigger? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. He is moving on. But, show enough. Admirable. Admirable. respect. Admirable mention. Mad Thanks respect. for showing yeah. up. Thanks for showing up for sure. Uh, this one I think is going to be pretty interesting as well. Um, we have a comedic one in there, and then we have a very non comedic one. We have Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Done. Versus Azul of the Ghostbusters. Is it? I thought it was just Zool. Oh, Zool. Right, Zool. Right, right. Yeah, Zool. Zool. Sorry. I wrote it on Azul. Sorry. I was blue for my Spanish speaking people. <laughs> So yeah, it is just Zool. My bad. I wrote it down wrong. Sorry. Look, we're just we're just so seat of Zool. our pants. Here. <laughs> Zool versus Patrick uh, Bateman. Patrick Bateman of American Psycho. I mean, I love American Psycho. That movie to me is is so quotably great and so morbid and so it, it's the exact kind of black comedy that I really really enjoy. So I love that movie. Zool is great because I mean it's an interdimensional world conquering demon at which I, we've already expressed that I love via Pinhead, so, I mean, two strong contenders, but just in terms of just sheer villainy, I mean, I think Patrick Bateman might edge that one out, man, like that, you, to, to watch him slowly deteriorate into the shell of a husk <laughs> of a man he becomes is so fascinating to watch, so I, I gotta give it to Christian Bale and, and Patrick Bateman. I've seen, okay, okay. Full confession, first off. I've never seen American Psycho. Oh, it's so good. I know enough about it. My friend Yaz was a huge, huge, huge Christian Bale fan. Yeah, Yaz Yomaz, love you, buddy. Um, He was a huge Christian Bale fan for a really long time. So I got the whole rundown of this movie, and I watched parts of it. He he just kind of gave me the abridged version. I was like, oh, this dude's twisted. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Zool, he's pretty, pretty despicable, though, man. That's actually, I think it's a better matchup than we're giving it credit. Uh, Patrick Dave Bateman arguably did nothing. Did nothing? Yeah, he he arguably might have done nothing, and it could have I only mean, been in his mind, and he was fantasizing about it. So that is, is that really evil? That is, that is true. That is true. You know, depending on but, on, your, on your interpretation. Uh, Zool of the was defeated by crossing the streams. Like literally, all they had to do was have like a pee fight. You know, and then with the streams and done. So who's who's the dumber, <laughs> evil person? That's the million dollar question here. What makes a good villain? Because I think memorable wise, you got to go Zool. I mean, in terms of memor- like memorable and, and, and longevity, Zool definitely beats out Patrick Bateman. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I just enjoy the character study of... It's like watching like uh, Henry, you know, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Just the, the, the de-evolution of a man into his own madness. It, it, I love that. It was great. But... Zool, I think, might be the better character. Yeah, I'm gonna for go with Zool on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, again, I've only seen the abridged version, so I was trying to kind of stay out of it. But like, I just know Zool, like fucking Ghostbusters, has spawned so many, and like the great Rick Moranis, you know, he, he takes over, man. It's it's great. It's great. So Zool's moving on. Yeah, I All guess right. so. Yeah, that was close though. That was close. All right. Uh, the next one. Oh, this is actually a really good matchup. Okay. I. This happened. You got by, genuinely excited. About yeah, that this one. this happened by <laughs> fluke. I, we were just kind of seeding people, and I did it randomly. We have Mr. Han from Enter the Dragon, Ooh. the the King of Kumite, versus the wonderful, the great Doctor Evil of Austin Powers fame. Is Mr. Han the one with the tiger claws? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the the big the big boss fight of the. I'm just the trying end to not get my Bruce those. Lee movies confused because they kind of have a certain pattern. And then, <laughs> right. Right. And then they kind of go off that pattern. 
Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't really, to be honest, I don't really know what Mr. Han wanted. I know he was like, there was some, he was like running drugs or guns or something out of the island. He was, he was stealing women out of, stealing women out of the, uh, Southeast Asia and turning them into sex slaves. Right. And oh, like them raw force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like raw force. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Raw Force. Anyway, uh, yeah, he yeah, was, he was and running drugs and like just just general criminal empire thing. The whole reason that Bruce Lee got involved was because he's his a, number undercover. his number two killed Bruce Lee's sister, and so they thought yeah. that he might get have a personal in to want to take this guy down, take down his criminal empire and stuff like that. Like literally, the whole reason he was sent he was sent there onto the island was a recon mission to gather information. Can we recap Doctor Evil real quick? What is Doctor Evil? He wants to hold the world hostage. He wants to build a criminal empire. True. That's it. He does want to take over the world. Yeah. He wants one billion dollars. A hundred fulfillion gajillion dollars. This is a better matchup than I thought it was actually. I mean, I'll say this: I love Doctor Evil in the sense of he's just an. An amalgam, uh, amal, how do you say it? Amalgam. 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 One more time. Amalgam. That's what it, that's what it is now. Amalgam. I can't believe I botched that. I thought about it too hard because I knew what I was trying to say, and then I was like, "You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong." I was like, Am- "Amalgam." My my grandma. Anyway, um, no, but he he's a mashup. I'll just say I'll stick to my vocabulary, my simpleton. I didn't graduate college vocabulary. No, you're good. Um, yeah, he's a mashup of all the, <laughs> the best and worst James Bond villain. And so, I don't know, like, he's super memorable. He has There's all- no point in putting James Bond villains on the list because Dr. Evil is already all of them and better. Hold on to that thought because there might be some surprises down the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually inclined to go Dr. Evil here. I am too. I mean, he's so evil. Uh, like fucking sharks with fucking laser beams. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Again, what do you want? His body counts real low. I mean, he kills maybe I think on screen two people. But he has a criminal empire that dies for him, so those deaths are also on his hands. That's right. He That's does right. flip people in the chair at the beginning of the first one. I'm very badly burned. Yeah, I, I gotta go. I mean, I, listen, I'm gonna go Doctor Evil on this one. Just I, as much as I like Mister Han or uh, yeah, Doctor Han, Mister Han, yeah. Uh, Dr. Evil's just, in terms of being a memorable villain, he's way up there, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that he's going to go all the way, but he needs to be higher than what he is now, for sure. See, like, um, in, in the Bruce Lee movie, you remember... Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's a really call, tall black Bolo. guy with the afro. With oh, the afro. Uh, Jim you Kelly. You remember him way better than you remember Mr. Han. Mr. In, Han, I think I'd like to leave your island. I, yeah, I will... I'll s- take you and you... And you, if I left anyone out, please understand, it's been a long day. I'm a little tired. Michael's Jim Kelly impersonation. You can <laughs> check that on your What You Been Watching bingo cards at home. <laughs> I brought up wrestling earlier, so that's two. Uh, for once. God, I've been hanging out with you too much. Uh, now I w- I'll say this. I don't think he's a good villain. I think what's more for Mr. Han, Mr. Han, Mr. Han is everyone remembers the mirror fight scene? Mm. Oh yeah, but that doesn't necessarily make him a good villain. So we're all Doctor Evil. Doctor yeah, yeah, Evil. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Evil. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Shout out to Doctor Evil. 
He is a great villain. <laughs> he's comedic and he's a dumbass, but he's he's great. Yeah, he's horrible at what he does, but he has money and a lot of evil. He does. He looks like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he is a lot of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> That's a good point. And it's I love also how personal it is with Austin Powers. He yeah. goes out of his way just to be a dick to him and like <laughs> and like those just real quick tangent. Those movies work so well because like Seth Green's character, Scotty, is is the audience in every James Bond movie how they yeah. set up these elaborate yeah. traps. And we all yell that, and they put Scotty in the movie to be like, I have a gun in my room. We can just, <laughs> just go shoot him. Yeah. Scotty, you just don't get it, yeah. okay? He's the audience in every James Bond movie. Like, no, we can just shoot him right, right now. now. I can go get my gun. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So, Dr. Evil, good for you. Good for you. Uh, all right. This next one, we have the Green Goblin of William Defoe, Willem Dafoe of Spider-Man mm-hmm. fame mm-hmm. versus Rocky III's Mr. T, Clubber Lang. Michael, you're going to get super fired up, so just go ahead. Michael's frothing at the bit to yell about Clever Lang. Uh, Clever Lang is goddamn amazing. Oh, I love Clever Lang. Mr. T is the best villain in that movie ever because he literally insults Rocky Balboa's wife to his face. Like, hey, woman, won't you go and be with a real man, woman? Uh, and he's doing the workout, and he's fucking doing pull-ups by his fingertips. That Clever Lang is goddamn amazing. Clever Lang. And that's that pains me because I love Spider-Man. I love those movies. I love Willem Dafoe. But God. Damn it, he's so memorable in that. I, I want to hear the retort because I we, we we discussed this a little bit earlier, and I, I'm just waiting for it. I'll get into it later. Oh, there's another Rocky villain on the list. I don't even think Clever Lang is the best villain of the Rocky franchise. Fuck you. No, it's it's Rocky versus communism. Yeah, I, it, that's it. Wait, wait four. Yeah, Rocky for Ivan Drago's the the most. I mean, Apollo Creed is his first adversary, but like he's not really a villain. He's kind of just like. He becomes his peer. He's just the, he's the guy that he's got to beat to to be the best. You got to beat the best. All that stuff. But like I don't even. I mean, I love Mr. T. Like he's great, but Rocky versus communism over. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. To me, the Green Goblin just longevity. Especially if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie, he's fucking despicable. That, that is a really strong showing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, it's Green Goblin. Well, two to one. Moving on. <laughs> I'm trying to neuter Michael and his talking of Clever Lang. Uh. All right, our next matchup, this one I think is going to be a little bit of a cakewalk, but we had to give somebody a special shout-out. It's a selection that Matthew brought to our attention, and we did just go on a huge tangent the week before about how much we love the Power Rangers movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, we have Hans Landa, the great Christoph Waltz in Inglorious Bastards, versus the undefeatable Rita Repulsa of Power Ranger fame. Uh, That's my entry. No, no, go ahead. That's what I'm saying. So, so your vote it's, it's going to be. I, I mean, she's just fucking cool. <laughs> I like. What do you want from me? She summons giant monsters for the Power Rangers to fight, and then they fight them one at a time, get defeated one by one, and then form the Megazord, and then form the sword. It's the formula, but she's amazing every time. I'll say this: Hans Landa has nothing on Rita Repulsa's tenacity. <laughs> she does not know how to quit. She is going to find a way to defeat these Power Rangers. It's the same plan over and over Look, and over and over. Here's the thing. is The Power Rangers, they got to win every time. She only has to win once. Yeah, once. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I will say this. If we're, if we're bringing on the TV show Power Rangers, which we're, we're strictly sticking to movies, then Rita Repulsa would run away with this. That was a lot of alliteration. <laughs> I used to rap, I promise. <laughs> Not came to that. Amagam. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
I, yeah, for those, yeah, for me, like I said, if the TV show was brought into it, Rita Repulsa, she is played phenomenally by Liz Banks. Knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Not gonna lie, she's great. But Hans Landa in Inglorious Bro. Bastards. His opening monologue alone. I mean, just the sheer cold. I mean, the dude's a Nazi again. Like, just, it's pretty hard to top a Nazi as a fucking villain. I mean, they're they're the scum of the earth, and he plays it with such smarmy perfection. I yeah. mean, the, the the final scene where he's. Um, where he's talking to von, uh, uh, von Hammersmark, and he's you know he knows the entire time that it's her and he's got her, and he's just he's it's like a it's like a giant lion just batting around a little you know a, a little blind mouse or something like that. You got these teeth have... and these fangs and these claws. <laughs> You're not hurting the little bunny. It's swingers reference. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like just he's such a smarmy dick. And then in the end, when he but, switches sides because he knows that the Allies are going to win, and, and so he tries to play it off as if somehow he was actually involved with Operation Kino just so he can get away with it all. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty. That, that's pretty fucking hard to beat. Well, right? let's not give away the farm. I think I think he wins this one. So let's not. You don't have to argue all your okay. points. Okay. Yet. okay, okay, okay. Rita Repulsa, though, I'm so glad she made the list. Matthew's about to riot and flip the table. <laughs> I see it. In no, again, if the TV show was was on, run away, run away with Rita Repulsa. You can't match that tenacity week in week out. Like even even the Scooby Doo villains, they get busted. You don't see their ass. They keep doing the same shit. Different villains, different spookies, different zombos trying to put masks on. Same Bro. story. Same shit. Not Rita Repulsa. Now Ivan News was a good one, but he got he had to bring in a whole new set of Rangers. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. He had that shit on lock that first set. He had that shit on lock, but he's not he's not Rita though. Uh, all right, we are going to move on to our I guess Western brackets over here. Uh, the first one uh, we're going to bring up is an all time great villain of not only comic books but just pretty much idiot any iteration. Uh, Thanos of Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this is his his opponent. I gotta give him credit. Again, he's just an asshole. Dwight Goodman, the story from Dodgeball and Underdog's Tale. Ben Stiller. I he's, mean, he's a great villain. I, I just I wanted to give him a shout out. Purple Cobras. The Purple Cobras is memorable. Like nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Like I don't think he's gonna win. Thanos fucking body count alone. Like you can take away every other factor. Sure. But sure, he's a sure. great villain. I just want to iterate. Dwight Goodman's a great villain. Oh no, shout out. He he is the he's the classic middle <laughs> school bully who just never grew up or something like that. You know what I mean? Just he's got money, he's got privilege, and he's got entitlement, and somehow he makes that all work to his advantage. But it's not gonna compare to Thanos. No. It just it, there's no there's no way. Yeah. We can just go ahead and agree. We don't even Oh, uh, you don't need me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did want to give I him mean, a... I, I don't even know shit about Thanos. So who, who the fuck is he? He's a Grimace. He's the Grimace. He's the Grimace? Pretty well, much. Well, the Grimace wins. Yeah, the Grimace always wins. <laughs> uh, our next one, I'm a little torn on this one because there's going to be multiple iterations of one of these characters. We have Godzilla of, obviously... Godzilla fame. Godzilla fame. <laughs> Godzilla. And Kaiser Soze of The Usual Suspects. Go ahead, Michael. I actually, you, you're, you're a huge Godzilla fan, Matthew. So Matthew, I would love to hear your. But so my Godzilla is similar to my Star Wars. Okay. Where it's early Godzilla, and then it turns into Saturday morning cartoons. Sure. Early stuff was about something. Later stuff is just like let's have some fun. Okay. Everyone has their Godzilla. I. It's all valid. It's all cool. 
Uh, it's Godzilla because he can literally squash concerts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, yeah. I, I, Shin Godzilla. Okay. Laser beams everywhere, every direction. Let's go. Let's do that. Which Godzilla? I, it doesn't matter. Kaiser's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's weird because like certain iterations try to make him just like this Godzilla that's just product of circumstance or it's like he's not really a villain. He's just kind of there. He's like a force of nature. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're, it's, if it's, it's the original. It's like the OG <laughs> catastrophe movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where humans are technically the villain. But I will say this. If you're a citizen underneath his feet, he's definitely a villain. Right. Like, right. Right. When, when I'm... When I'm homeless because of this fucking or, guy, or like dying because of radiation breath poisoning, it's like, oh, that fucking sucks. Even when he's trying to help you by destroying space aliens, he is still a hindrance to humanity. Like, oh, I used to work there, but that building's gone. Yeah. I used to go to school there, but that building's good, good gone. Good job draining the radiation out of the like power plant so that you can fight <laughs> space monsters and King Ghidra and uh, Mothra simultaneously. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's Godzilla. You're Godzilla. Versus who? Kaiser Soze. Uh, I got to give it to Kaiser Soze. I really do. I really do. I, I, I think just because Godzilla is a force of nature more than anything else, um, whereas Kaiser Soze is actually manipulating the very system, that he, the, the very web that he's caught in to work to his advantage. I mean, again, just Wait, in terms of... did you see Shin Godzilla? I did see Shin Godzilla. Listen... Body count alone, Godzilla's got him, okay? But do you remember? I do, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do remember. Yes. But I think there's something we like said. You would, like, the cool factor alone, Godzilla. I mean... Kaiser like needs a cane. Allegedly. Spoilers. I, I would hope that they've seen some of these movies. We just barrel straight ahead. We just spoil shit. There ain't look. You just look. If you ain't seen it by now, Google this shit and spoil it for yourself. I, Listen, Kaiser Soze, man. Again, just because I think Godzilla is more of a force of nature. It'd be like saying the tidal wave is the villain. Like, yeah, it's 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 just a force to be reckoned with. It's not more really... the shark in Jaws, Michael. Just put a pin in that one because we're going <coughs> right back around to it. Cough, cough, cough. I'm, I'm surprising. Like, I'm more torn on this than I thought because I'm... It, if I strictly just take like Godzilla as a destructive force, then it's him by a landslide. Sure. The issue is, is that they portrayed him sympathetic so many times now that it's hard for me not to consider those. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, got like that's why King Kong to me isn't on the list, sure. just because he's pure. Just like, dude, you came yeah. to kidnap this dude. Like, no, he was I, fucking doing his thing. Yeah, and they've made him sympathetic so many times where he's just like a dumb, big dumb monkey that was trying to reach out, and people are just attacking him. Yeah, Godzilla never. Never has like taken uh, what is it, Faye Dunaway? Oh, yeah. um, yeah, Faye Dunaway. Yeah, never did that. That has never happened with a Godzilla movie. I mean, he did the same thing with Millie Bobby Brown and fucking the new Godzilla. No movies. one counts that. No one counts it. No one counts that. He says one of the highest grace grossing movies of its of its year. But you know, that's fine. Non canonical. <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm torn because, like, again, Kaiser Sose was just creepy. Like, the yeah. scene where he's telling the thing and he's, like, hiding behind the ropes. I remember seeing that as a kid, and I remember, like, you could barely see the eyes beyond the ropes or whatever, and it just fucked with me as a kid. And, like, the twist is just crazy, crazy unique. And, again, it's... If I just look at an exclusive version of Godzilla, then he runs away with it. 
Sure. But because there's only one version of Kaiser Soze, and that one is just pretty fucking despicable and smart, and it's like, I'm kind of leaning there. So, like, the numbers of Godzilla is actually working against him, but it's also working for him because, fuck, like, who's more memorable around the world? Sure, right. Godzilla right. and a... Might I remind you that Kaiser Soze, when confronted with uh, his enemies coming to threaten to kill his wife and daughter in front of him if he didn't capitulate and, th- and give them all of his, all of his land and territory and, and power shoots his wife and child because he would rather see them dead than see than have them see him fail. No, I mean I'm not I'm not arguing that. Like I, I understand the movie of the usual suspects and he flip you, he flip you, he flip you, he flip you. Flip you for real. Yeah. It's this is this is actually really tough. I didn't want to be the deciding factor. I I Hard decisions. I think I gotta go Godzilla on this one. Oh, I think I gotta go Godzilla. I love it. Yeah. Again, just because worldwide brand, that's that's really hard to ignore. Sure. Branding. It's yeah. Global. Again, but if he wasn't portrayed sympathetic, if I'm just looking Shin Godzilla or like take away the first one, Gojiro, where you can obviously tell it's like, oh, he's just kind of a reaction to what all the shit that we've been fucking up. And there's right. a lot of analogies of that, of what he means, and I'm not going to get into it because that's not what this is about, but... Google exists. Yeah, <laughs> you can do a deep got deep dive on Godzilla. They're out there. So Godzilla over Kaiser Sose. Tough matchup though. I gotta good. gotta admit that was a good, good one. Good matchup. Very different reasons though. Oh, I like this this next. <laughs> That's awesome. Which one? The next. This one. Yeah, that, right there. Oh yeah. Oh, that I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah the the further matchups in the uh, the, the round of thirty two is gonna be okay. beastly. Uh, our next matchup. All right, our next matchup should be a fun one because one is they're both iconic. We have the great Ricardo Montalban. How do you say his name? Ricardo Montalban. Montalban. That's right. See, I was I was there. Uh, versus the shark from Jaws, aka Bruce, is what they called him on set. So we have Khan of Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan versus the shark from Jaws. Now, Michael, I know your love for all things Jaws. So why don't you go ahead and fire us up? Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. It's Bruce. It's Bruce. I mean, he's a killing machine. All this thing does is swim and eat and make little baby sharks. And swim and eat and make little baby sharks. And that's all it does for millions of years. Doll's eyes. Black eyes. Roll back on you. Go all white. Take you down. Shake you. Little tenderizing. That'd be the end of you, chief. That's it. What do you think? Man, I don't know. This is a tough one. Fuck. Because I fucking love me some Star Trek 2. <laughs> I love 2 and 3, and like the rest, I'm like, eh, whatever, they're okay. I've only seen the one where they went back in time to save the whale. It's 4. That was 4. That, that's the only one I've seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I... Because 2 goes straight, yeah. Star Trek 2 is the shit, though, man. Rathacon is the jam. Now, are you including the Bandicoot Cumberbund version of uh, Khan? Swedish Danish coffee batch. Uh, I mean, he was still a good con. Like he was still evil in that. I mean, comparatively, Michael's like mouthing, "No, he wasn't. He was terrible." I mean, he's a good actor. I'm not gonna say that about him, but script-wise, I don't know. But I'm strictly sticking to Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan. That that's that to me is con. Okay. There will be no other. Why they shouldn't even try to redo that? Like I, they, I they agree. just they shoehorned him in, and it's like whatever. But like. Star Trek II Wrath of Khan is the shit, man. Can I persuade you? Add a little science into this. Uh-oh. Sharks are older than trees. Trees have existed for a shorter amount of time on Earth than sharks. 
Sharks win. How old is Khan? <laughs> he was frozen, so I don't know. He was on a desolate planet from Hell's Hardy Statue. By millions of years. Not Jaws wasn't around for a million of years. No, not Jaws, but Sharks as a, as a concept, which is Jaws. So he wins. It's Bruce. Two against one? I mean, look, shout out to Khan, though. You're a great villain. You're, you're, you're fucking... No, that was, that's a good matchup. That's a hard one, but just... I don't... honestly don't know... Hard line. I gotta go Jaws. I mean... I, I will say, for me, I think the shark is a great villain. I mean, he's, he's like the introduction of a lot of horror things. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go the shark. I mean, essentially, Jaws. he's Jason Voorhees. He's a mindless killing machine. Like, we don't know why he does what he does. He just does it. And that's terrifying. I'm with whatever. Look, it's exciting. <laughs> it's in the books. It's in the books. Um, all right, we next one. This could be a possibly a pretty huge upset here. We have Loki of Avengers fame, mm-hmm. which Matthew, you have seen Avengers. I know you have because you told me about the hockey eyes. What? No, uh, he's gonna deny it. I called Matthew when Avengers came out, and I was like, "How do they do Hawkeye?" He's like, "Oh, he's cool." I'm like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Anyways, um, so we have Loki of Avengers MCU fame, and we have Immortan Joe of Mad Max fame, Fury Road. I think he's in one of the other ones, right? No, no, it's just that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, see, I'm not big on the lore, but I've definitely seen Fury Road a bunch. I mean, essentially, you could swap him out for Lord Humongous. It, it's yeah, kind of the can't. same. It's kind of <laughs> no, you can't. You don't think so? A Morton Joe is everything about Fury Road is better. It's all of the stuff from Mad Max, but better and more concise and tighter. I, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah, but then again, you know, he had. 30-something years to work on a tight script, so, Valid. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Immortan Joe versus, versus Loki. Loki. I mean... Loki's a four seed, so this could be a Loki, big upset. I, 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 I gotta give it to Loki, just in terms of sheer magnitude of what he wants. I mean, the dude literally wants to conquer all of Earth, if not reality, and has a pretty compelling speech about how humanity craves subjugation and stuff like that in terms of, like, why not me? Like, I'm a god, why shouldn't it be me? If might makes right, then by all means. It's sort of a backdoor way to introduce Doctor Doom, which we haven't seen in the in the modern MCU, you know, mythology, but I there's something to be said for a dude who, like, all he wants to do is conquer the world. And really, like, there's not really a law against that. You know? I'll say this. Um, Morton Joe's pretty fucked up. He, he hoards he water, which is the most vital resource that we all need. And, and misogynist hoards yeah. women and, you know, uses them for his own personal breeding tools. Yeah. And that's horrible and horrific, but it's very localized. It's very centralized. Yeah. And I would, if it was just certain versions of Loki, I mean, he's such a fucking likable guy. Like, they gave him a TV show. Oh, like, he's charming as fuck. Like, but he, so is Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The issue is is much so like Magneto, though, in the fact that ju- and if we're just talking movies, we're just talking movies here, they give him a redemption arc, mm-hmm. which is well-earned. I'm not saying anything about it, and it doesn't make anything that he did less villainous. Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes he's like Jack Sparrow in like Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's all just like, I'll set you up for the okey-doke to benefit myself, to benefit right. myself, and... Like, so the cross, like, he crosses those he loves, but again, it's the redemption arc. If I look at Loki just in Avengers, he wins. But they've gone out of their way to redeem him twice now in the MCU. Mm-hmm. At the end of, at the, at the beginning of Infinity War, he calls himself Loki Odin's son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and then he dies, that version of him, and then he comes back again as a complete asshole that just ended up waging war as New York on New York, and then they redeem him again. And it's like, damn it. This guy is too likable. <laughs> so I this is gonna pain me, but I think I gotta go on Morden Joe. Just strict, okay. simply because of the, the redemption arc that's happened twice now. It's hard to ignore that. Am I the tiebreaker on this? I think yeah. he might be. Uh oh man. Um Loki's an agent of chaos. I like I I think I've only seen the first Avengers movie and nothing after that. <laughs> Matthew bailed on it. <laughs> um uh, but what I know about him from the stories is that he, he he doesn't know what he wants in any new point and constantly shifts. I'm going to go Morton Joe. Morton Joe. All right. All right. That was tough, though. That was tough. Matthew with the tiebreaker. All right. Now we have Pennywise of It of Stephen King fame uh-huh. versus, all right, now I'll let you two hash this out, Legion of... The Exorcist movies, which is Michael, I guess, Pazuzu is in The Exorcist too. Right, right, is where they give him the name, I guess. Yeah, so we have... I, I've always just assumed it was Pazuzu. You guys told me... That's from Exorcist too. Yeah. There was a debate before we Never started Never knew recording. that, but yeah. So we have Pennywise versus the demon in The Exorcist. It's demons, plural. Demons, I'm sorry, I apologize. The Legion. <laughs> we are Legion. I um, mean, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Pazuzu slash Legion just because... <clears throat> That movie is is horrifying. Just again, just, just to see the breakdown of an innocent person. I mean, everyone. There, there's people who might say that Re, uh, uh, Regan, yeah, Regan is the uh, Reagan. Reagan is the is the villain, but she's kind of she's the victim in that. Like she's Linda Blair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. she's the victim. She's she, she's an innocent bystander in all this. If if nothing more than a vessel for this overblown caricature of evil. I mean, she's a child. Right, right. Which, again, makes it all the more creepy. Like, anytime yeah. you bring in creepy-possessed children, just the the ew factor goes through the roof. I'm gonna go with Legion. I mean, the, the, the dude's literally a demon that possesses a little girl and talks mad shit. And I gotta have, I gotta have respect for that, so. Alright. I'll say this. I just always have I get freaked the fuck out by clowns and there's, a, there's a strong population of the world that are creeped the fuck out by clowns alright and I will say this Pennywise especially with the new resurgence in the movies is pretty fucking creepy mm-hmm. like it's pretty fucking creepy and um, the whole voice he does and everything and what was God what's the guy if I wasn't thinking about it he was in Clue he was uh, I'm just a sweet transvestite oh. God what's his name the actor Tim Curry Tim Curry golly he's like yeah Tim Curry. I couldn't remember his name. Satan for like, from Legend. Oh, that is true. Yeah. That's a great villain. Why is he not on there? Yeah. Tim Curry. Because Satan wins if you yeah. put him on a villain list. You know, we actually we actually had a discussion about that where we were talking about can we throw in just Satan and we just decided that it was too broad of a category. Yeah, I agree. Like I got you. You can't you can't just uh, he you would have to bring in every movie from like the Lumiere brothers and stuff yeah. like onward because that was just the original villain. So anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so but yeah, again, which iteration of Satan are we talking about portrayed on screen? Yeah, it's too much. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it's Pennywise. I think the resurgence is. And the other factor is, while the demon, the legion of Exorcist is creepy as shit, like, it took how many Google searches and a whole debate to even remember his fucking name? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like, you say Pennywise, everybody knows what's up. And sure. he's terrorizing little children, like, eating kids. And down here, everybody, fl- like, it's fucking, he's out there with it, man. And he's a true demon as well, you know. And my vote goes them simply because there's a lot of, like, I know the scenes of The Exorcist. I didn't know it was Azuzu or Pazuzu or any fucking... There's a Futurama joke about Pazuzu. I didn't connect it to The Exorcist, That's though. That's solid. Yeah. That I, makes sense. I mean, I know the joke in Futurama, but I didn't connect that to The Exorcist. Got you. That makes sense. So that that's my only hiccup. I'm not taking anything away from sure. the demonic aspect of possessing a child, but so does Pennywise on more than one account. Am I the tiebreaker in this? Yes, I think you might be. I'm going to go... Pazuzu. I've never seen any of the It movies. Oh, oh really? Ever. None of them. But you love Tim I, Curry. I don't, I, yeah, I love Tim Curry. I don't get the clown thing. It makes no sense to me. I, I think people only remember it from the TV show of the 90s, and like that was creepy, and that's their whole personality about clown fear. <laughs> well, they also just did two movies. That I were, mean, that just happened. Like... I mean, started four like, years yeah, ago. <laughs> the sequel was four years ago. I, like, yeah. I guess so. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll write down Pazuzu. I just, yeah. Again, that's my only thing though. But Pazuzu wins, and Pazuzu wins. <laughs> that's what it is. Or I'm not here to argue. Pazuzu. Pazuzu slash Legion slash whatever the fuck your name is because Captain you're not memorable. Howdy. All right, cool. Anyway. <laughs> that's me being salty. I'm just kidding. Uh, the next one we have should be a fun one. It's my personal childhood villain of mine, all time great. Uh, versus a movie that I'm going to be honest, I've never seen in its entirety. But again, I feel like I know enough about it. I know I'm fucking killing you guys. There's going to be an Honest Confession podcast where I just discredit myself. <laughs> I mean, I just did that well, by like confessing I haven't seen Tim Curry in it. So Yeah. I, there's going to be an Honest Confession podcast where Michael and I really look in the mirror and go like, have you really seen it? <laughs> All of it, beginning to end? No. And we're going to have a list of like 50 movies that like, I'll tell you a few, Gladiator, Titanic, never seen them shits. Don't care to. Again. Apocalypse now. Yeah. Anyways, we'll do, that's a different day. But, <laughs> uh, so we have, to get back on point, we have Jack Torrance of The Shining mm-hmm. uh, versus Shredder of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Again, Shredder to me would be Final Four. I fuck the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a huge part of my childhood. Matthew and Michael, both all. Oh of yeah, us. oh yeah. yeah. Shredder's a strong representation. Great villain, focusing on vengeance and building a criminal empire, which is two you know two great villain you know origin stories. But Jack Torrance again, just the de-evolution of a man into his own psychosis, and just watching the breakdown of how that happens is so good. It's so it's so fascinating. Shout out to Kevin Nash for playing the Super Shredder in Secret of the Ooze, but the I got Super get... Shredder. Say that again, yeah, Michael. Super Shredder isn't on the list though. But he is still the Shredder. Still the, He's Shredder. the same guy. Yeah, but Super Shredder is different. No, listen, I, I'm going Jack Torrance on this. I, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out. To... <laughs> just checking with you, doing the math here. <laughs> again, if I could, if I could give Shredder. A shout out for everything he's been in, whether it's <laughs> fucking video games as a childhood, comic books as a child, like animated TV shows, then it would be Shredder in a fucking runaway. But he's only had one really good iteration, yeah. one, or two movies where he was pretty good, and even then, but it's more a Turtles vehicle. I'm going to go Jack Torrance, even though I haven't seen it, just because, again, that movie's such in the... So are you both Jack Torrance? Yes. yes. And that was my bring to the table? 
I think I'm going to go Shredder. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll change my mood to Shredder right now. <laughs> don't do it. I no, don't fuck around. I fucking we, love the Shredder. We cannot have Shredder go over Dude, Jack Torrance. He knows Kung Fu, and Jack Torrance was only able Hold to on. do what he did because... He you brought praying. him to the table! He was, he was uh, bullying someone that was weaker than him, and Shredder, bigger, stronger, has claws. What else do you want? He fights four turtles at a time, not a scared family. Ninja turtles. Nin- teenage... Mutant. Not a child and a, and a wife. Look, I'm, Which makes him the even better villain because it's a helpless child and wife. Claws, armor, nose kung fu. You're the one that brought Jack Torrance to the fucking table. What are we doing right now? What conversation are we having? What the fuck is happening right now? Really? Shredder's going over Jack Torrance? Okay. I vote Shredder over Jack Torrance. I'm flipping the shit. <laughs> Welcome to Upset Land, Michael. You. We'll have a loser's bracket with him and Agent Smith later. <laughs> <laughs> sign up for that one. It'll be the Salty Bracket, starring Marcus and Michael, where we just yell about how stupid the other one is for not allowing something to happen. I changed my vote to Shredder because, I, like I said, I would put him in the final four. Strictly on childhood nostalgia. I tried to remove a lot of childhood nostalgia for a lot of these. I can't do it on this one. I can't. It's fucking the Shredder, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. It's the fucking Shredder over Jack Torrance. He knows Kung Fu. Dude. I love that we brought Matthew and beat it to be the deciding factor and he's just like let me see how I can stir some shit up Dude, watch this dance puppets dance I love it look I, I only said Jack Torrance I was like well I thought you were unanimous on Jack Torrance the second he had any form of like eh I was like whoa wait 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 I'm playing chess with my, I didn't take my finger off the piece yet hang on I did not write it down yet once it's written down it's set fuck it God damn it. Oh, that's an excellent. All right, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham from You Take Your Pick of whichever Robin Hood lore. Uh, or we have Ivan Drago of Rocky Four fame. Well, since you guys didn't put forward Clubber Lang, I'm going to go with the Sheriff of Nottingham, strictly based on the Disney movie, because that wolf is goddamn amazing. Also, Alan Rickman. I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon. Why? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. That's actually a pretty good argument. Damn. Damn, you had to bring up the cartoon Robin Hood. I fucking love that movie. See? We're talking all iterations here. Yeah, he's kind of rapey. Who? Like, uh, what's his name? Alan Rickman? No, Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, in the, in, the, in the Kevin Costner movie, yeah. Even in the, he's very rapey. Even in the Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, even in Men in Tights. He's oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Fuck. But no, then he gets raped by a witch. That is true. I touched it. Yeah, uh, Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to go Sheriff of Nottingham on this. Just because we've gotten so many great iterations, you can take your pick. It's almost like the Joker. You can pick your favorite one, and you you could stand in in that decision confidently. Ivan Drago's fucking great, though. I will break you. Not as good as Club or Lang, but whatever. I think I almost put them in the same thing, and I was like, I'm going to spare us a headache, so I'm going to put them (laughs) on opposite ends of the bracket. 45-minute shouting match. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, Ivan Drago is great. He really is. Again, he is the pinnacle of... He was so good that they brought him back for the Creed the Creed franchise. Which you haven't seen Creed. Like, I, I'm, I saw the first one. I didn't see the second I'm one. I'm okay on, on Rocky. Like, I appreciate Rocky for what it is. I, I think it's like... He's such a good character. That like he's in the American like mythos of like all-time great athletes. Yeah. And he's not even a fucking real guy. <laughs> like The city of Philadelphia has a statue to him. And shout out to all Philadelphia people. But um, 
It'd be like if somebody set up a monument to like Henry the goal kicking mule or something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or Robocop. Or yes. Robocop. Shout out to all my Detroit people. Please put that <laughs> that Robocop statue up immediately. Uh man, again, I think just the iterations of it. Ivan Drago is a really good villain, and he fucking kills Apollo. Yeah. In the ring. Yeah. I mean Sheriff of Nottingham is just a narc. He's a class traitor under uh King um, King Richard. Richard, yeah. yeah. Or no, uh King Prince John. John. Yeah, yeah. Prince yeah. Yeah, King John under because he's sitting on the throne, right? Well, I think he's he's crowned. Monarchy works. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Uh, I'm gonna go Ivan Drago. Ooh, Drago gets over Sheriff Nottingham. I think I gotta go Drago, man. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, All right. Hey, you know what they say? If he dies, he dies. dies. Right. Right. All right. This last one here. uh, It's not the last for today, but we have Amon Goth. Of Schindler's List versus Prince Humperdinck. Of Damn it! I knew you were gonna set that one up. I, I, you were there with me when I wrote them down. God so. Damn it! Uh, Prince Humperdinck of The Princess Bride. Like to me, this is not even a question. There's no like fucking go watch Schindler's List and just see how fucking I, evil that dude I, is. I'm, I'm not even gonna front on this. I love The Princess Bride. I watch that movie probably about eight times a year. I love. Uh, Prince Humperdinck as the villain. I mean, he's so simplistic and so straightforward in his plan. I'm going to murder my wife on our wedding night to start a war that is going to make my country rich. That's genius, like, George Bush-level Dick Cheney villainy. It's, it's great. Eamon Goat's a fucking Nazi, and he shoots people in the streets, and he's... the dude's a piece of shit, and I just... I, you can't top that. So as much as I want Prince Hubbardique to have fair representation, I have to go Ammon Goth. I have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he made the list. It's a good, good shout-out, but, yeah. like, that's a bad matchup. Yeah, it's yeah, a bad yeah. Matchup. I mean, just... You, 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 time to go. Thanks. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Matthew? Matthew? I've never seen defend Schindler's... The, defend never, the Nazis? Never, <laughs> seen never seen Schindler's List, so I'm just gonna let it ride. All right. All right. Um, let me readjust the mic real quick. And we are back. Thanks for a word from our sponsors, Mom's Robot Oil and Slurm. Both great for your insides. Look for them, <laughs> look for them in the year 3000. <laughs> All right, we are back to our matchup where we are doing humanity a favor by deciding who will be the greatest villain of all time. 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 Uh, Morris Day in the time. No, it's fine. Uh, oh, he'd be a great villain. Morris Day from that, Purple he would be a, Fuck. Who, take out Loki. Put him back <laughs> Anyways, we're moving on. Plowing ahead. It's set in stone. Can't be unwritten. Uh, we have Darth Vader versus Ed Rooney. For those who don't know Ed Rooney, he is the principal in Ferris Bueller. Oh. I mean, Darth Vader's going to be a knockout. I mean, as much as, as villainous as he is... And also the actor who played him for various reasons that we won't get into. We're just going to plow through that. Ed Rooney was singularly focused on one student and ruining his life. Darth Vader blew up a planet just to spite a girl that rejected him. So I got to go, Darth Vader. His daughter that rejected him. I don't mean phys- I don't mean in a sexual manner, but like he he tried to intimidate her and was trying to be you know like put one over on her, and she was like, nah, not really. Okay. 
I didn't. Whatever. <laughs> who are we talking about? Darth Vader or Darth. the actor who plays? <laughs> I'm lost. Darth Vader. Just Darth Vader. It's slam dunk. Shout out. He was a good villain. I, Ferris Bueller's an iconic movie. He's an asshole. But Darth Vader, man. Darth Vader. Yeah. I'll save. I'll save the reasonings for a, a more uh, in depth conversation. Yeah, in depth fight. Alright, this one should be a good one because it's another one we have multiple iterations of one character and then one very specific character. We have Dracula versus Raul Silva who is also in the movie Skyfall. He oh, is, the, um, the, uh, Javier Bardem. Bardem. Javier okay. Bardem in Skyfall. Raul Silva. I mean, again, you talk about the dude was... Silva was had a singular focus on taking down the, the organization that he felt betrayed him. So it's sort of a reverse death wish, vengeance-seeking kind of thing. There was some toppling of world governments in there as well. Of sure, sure. Regime changes. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, one of these cats has won an Oscar. So I got to give credit where credit's due. But just Dracula, just in terms of longevity and terms of... of Bring the the amount of iterations and sheer terror that he's brought to generations of audiences. I got to give credit that Dracula's going through for me. I'm curious your thoughts on Dracula. It's Dracula. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I I don't even have to ask which iteration of Dracula. It's Dracula. Yeah, okay. Because you don't think like even Bram Stoker's the one that um Coppola did. That I mean, not... that's Gary Oldman, which immediately wins. Uh, yeah, <laughs> But yeah. Bella Lugosi is your other option, which also immediately wins. Your other other option is uh, the Nosferatu version. Uh, that does not. But uh, <laughs> Christopher Lee That's definitely win, does yeah. win. Uh, Everyone was Boris played... Karloff was that was, he was he Frankenstein. Would, he was Frankenstein in yeah. the Mummy, I think, as well. As well, yeah. yeah. But literally any iteration of Dracula wins. So yeah, that. Yeah, Christopher Lee doesn't he play him in Ed Wood? No, Christopher. Um, it's a guy that's playing Bella Lugosi playing Dracula. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Martin Landau who played. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Martin yeah, Landau yeah. played. Bella yeah, that's Lugosi. right. He yeah, was yeah. fucking great too. Also, uh, best Tim Burton movie and also best Johnny Depp movie ever made. I agree. <laughs> this this may be cut, but whatever. Like we were talking about doing Oscar snubs, like roles and performances that didn't get a nomination. Mine was Johnny Depp and Ed Wood. Yeah, it, it's Ed Wood for both Tim Burton movies. And yeah, Johnny <laughs> right. both of them. It's, right. it's hands right. down the best. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Cool. So Jack so Dracula Dracula goes through two slam. Oh, that's going to be a hell of a matchup later. Anyways, um, on the next one we have the Xenomorph from the Alien franchise, and this one's pretty interesting. And Wilkes from Misery. Uh, I mean, okay. She's terrifying, but again, Xenomorph, you got to go with it. It's, it's one of my favorite horror movies. The entire first movie is based on there's somebody in the house in space, and that is fucking terrifying. You go with the, the, the special effects, and I think it was Stan Winston that did those. I don't remember off the top of my head. I might be misquoting it, but I think Stan Winston was the one that did the Xenomorph costumes. It looks great based on the, the Geiger illustrations. I mean... It's iconic. It's it's everything you want in a villain. I got to go with the Xenomorph on this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is any. This is not a knock on not only Kathy Bates' performance, but just, phenomenal. She yeah, did win an Oscar. She did win an Oscar. <laughs> that seems. I didn't realize that was going to be such a heavy factor. Uh, yeah, she's amazing, and she's just outright like just obsessive and like to the. She's a full on the definition of the word Stan, as mm-hmm. the kids are calling it nowadays. But um, yeah, I mean, Xenomorph man, test of time. It's cool as shit. 
Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Xenomorph. Dunzo. All right. Xeno morphosize me. Um, our next one. Oh, this is actually really interesting. We have uh, what, Dr. Zayas yeah. from Planet Planet of the Apes franchise versus Osmandius of the Watchmen franchise. Ooh. Go ahead. What's your what's your thoughts? Who's more evil? Who's more or who's evil? the better villain? It's not necessarily who's like what it Yeah, it, it's uh, it's by your own Dr. Zayas was trying to subjugate humankind. Correct. By literally suppressing the truth. He's every evangelical Republican rolled into one who is A, preaching religion, theology as a way of governmental ordinance, and also suppressing the truth of... But Osmandius was basically doing the same thing by controlling the narrative of Dr. Manhattan, and if you go by the comic book, summoning alien creatures by his own creation... Trying to half destroy the world in order to save the world. Oh, pretty man. much. It's he he. The world is going to be at war. Osman in uh, the Watchmen. He's it's, looking for a scapegoat. He creates a scapegoat. Yeah, there's a big creating alien creatures that are teleporting. Or in. blaming it on Doctor Manhattan. Doc, blaming yeah. it on Doctor Manhattan. Uh, oh man! All right. So Ozymandias versus who? Doctor Zeus. And doesn't Doctor Zeus also repress? Like the monkeys benefited, like the apes. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, they're not monkeys. It, they're apes. Yeah. Um, like he set up a caste system to where you know, like everyone is very much in their in their place. Well, he didn't set up, but he he very much enforces that 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 rule and that lineage. So he's not even for like ape kind as well. Not not as the whole. He is, but he subjects it because he can't tell them. They're like, hey, humans once used to rule us. They're right. both all oligarchs in in like very much. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ozymandias because. He has got the resources to do whatever the fuck he wants to, where he literally becomes a superhero. Plus I mean, going. Dr. Zayas is literally the minister of truth and science, which he is influenced by religion in a big, bad way in that, so it's it seems dichotomically... Yeah, I, I'm going to go over that. Ah, <laughs> opposed. So, <laughs> diametrically opposed, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh... So I don't know. For me, it's, I'm going to go with Doctor Zayas. Like that, he, he's he's everything that I hate in a politician and a theology leader. This is really fucking tough. Um, I'm more familiar with Osmandius, mm-hmm. and again, he does kind of save the world. But oh man, splitting very fine hairs here, Osmandius. Yeah, I think I'm on him. So oh, you I'm do going. love Matthew more than me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a podcast. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually a really tough matchup, though. That was a good Listen, I'm just glad Dr. Zayas made the made the board, and I think I made a strong case for him. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. That I think against almost... Now, if he was a super gorilla, I, like... Don't... Even talk about super gorillas, Matthew. That is goddamn terrifying. Can we talk about Peacemaker real quick? Yes. We can, sure. Go ahead. Chainsaw Super Gorilla. (laughs) That was hilarious. I'm glad you're finally watching Peacemaker now. That was very funny. Right? Okay, Tenjin over. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this podcast works, Matthew. Haven't you been listening? We have some people that like give me feedback on the podcast. So like, you guys need to be more structured. And other people are like, I love the irreverence. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we structured enough and we're like, fuck it. Straight from the hip. Uh, now, I would say this though, man. Like, Also, Osmandius, he did the work. 
He learned how to catch a bullet. That's you have to be so fucking committed to your evil plan I, to learn how to catch a fucking bullet. David Blaine caught a bullet with his teeth. I'm sure he in did. Reality, Matthew, he yeah. did that for real. I'm sure he, he did. Hit a bite plate and he was shot in the teeth with it. Yeah. Tangent again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, David Blaine, the biggest villain of all time. Yeah, I was gonna say David Blaine. David Blaine, you. same guy, same guy. Uh, all right, this one's gonna be another. Oh man, we have a very similar matchup earlier where we have a classic. Uh, slasher versus a very individual villain. Uh, we have Freddy Krueger of the Nightmare on Elm Street fame Credit. versus Daniel Plainview of There Will Be Blood, played by the great, great, what's his name? <laughs> Lee Harvey <laughs> Daniel, Oswald. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, that's it. I was going to, I am fucking mind blanks. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. Um, yeah, There Will Be Blood. The main character, Daniel Plainview, versus Freddy Krueger of Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, I, I love seeing a deconstruction of a man go into his own madness, which is very much what that movie's about. It's the rise and fall of a king, very much like Scarface, so it's got all those elements. Very much so his own worst enemy. Very much so his own worst enemy. I mean, literally, he has a, he has a whole monologue about how he has a hatred for man in his heart, and he can't reconcile it with anything else in the world. Like, he keeps trying to find the good in people, and he just can't. Um, so he's very much driven by his own motives and his own... Like, he, he, he just wants to subjugate people. He wants to be... He, I think he says something very much akin to, I, I have a drive in me to be the best at, in anything. Yeah. Um, even to a ruthless standpoint. Yeah. Um, I'm stalling for time because I can't remember who else the other one was. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Freddy Krueger on this. I mean, <laughs> just cool kills. Like it, Freddy Krueger is terrifying because like a lot of these like things that scare you that go bump in the night or whatever. Like when you sleep, you're at least not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There is no solace from this guy. Right. And like your daytime and being exhausted all day is your only option, and that is such a finite thing. Like how much caffeine are you? You're gonna die either way. Eventually, you have to fall asleep. You have to which fall means asleep. You have to go into his realm. And just the amount of cool kills that he had. Uh, Michael earlier was talking about how he killed Seth Meyers. <laughs> he turns Seth Myers into a video game character and just jumps him off a fucking ledge. It's great. And it's Breckenmeyer. <laughs> Breckenmeyer. Seth, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I think just cool kills wise, I think Freddy Krueger. What about you? I got Seth, Seth Green and Breckenmeyer confused in my head. But you're right, it's Breckenmeyer. Sorry. It's Freddy Krueger. I've never seen uh, There Will Be Blood. So I, I have to go Freddy Krueger, even though I'm not a huge fan of his movies because they're more comedy than they are like I mean like, it didn't start out that way the first one was really yeah, really yeah. he definitely became yeah. the, the, the cool one liner and like that's it that's can't it. be killed kind yeah, of thing yeah. none of them were it, it's fine it's a comedy <laughs> so we but, like we saw Scream Scream was a comedy to us too I mean depending on who you ask on that one <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah. uh, alright uh, we got a fun matchup for this next one we have an all-time comedy great, all-time comedy great villain, and just an all-time just villain like since animation was around. We have Maleficent, okay, of Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty of fucking Disney fame, and we have Debo from Friday. What you got on my forty? I'll say this: it's gonna be Maleficent, <laughs> but I just I just want to give a shout out to Debo real quick. He's a fucking asshole to like two blocks on South Central. <laughs> but he's like the best asshole there is. He has stood the test of time. Like 
Everybody knows Debo. There's the jokes that go on. You don't even have to watch Friday. I've never <laughs> seen it to know who Debo is. Right. To know like tucking your chain, all the all the jokes, all that shit. Like right, Debo's right. a phenomenal villain. R.I.P. Tiny Lister. Yeah, R.I.P. Tiny Lister. But I mean, it's fucking up against Maleficent. It's a bad matchup, but. Debo is a fucking great villain. I gotta give a shout out to him. No, no, again, I'm, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. Debo's great villain, but in terms of longevity and, and in terms of sheer cultural impact, Maleficent wins. Yeah, it's Maleficent. She turns into a fucking dragon. <laughs> like, what do you want? Matthew, did you have a crush on Maleficent? Oh, uh, yeah. Time? Massive boner fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm writing down Debo. No, I'm just playing. Uh, no, yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, it's just a bad matchup, but shout out to. Tiny Lister and the whole Friday series. But yeah, Maleficent, Jesus. Um, oh, this is going to be interesting. We have Norman Bates of Psycho. The OG Psycho Killer. Like, the OG Slasher. He wasn't the first on screen to do it, but he was the first one to popularize it. And I mean, Made it big. And now this one's going to be tricky, because if you haven't seen the movie, it's going to be a hard argue. But the Armitage, Armitages, the white people, parents, in Get Out. You could have just said white people. Yeah, white people, just, yeah, white people. They would just know. run this whole board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Satan, white people. Eh, white people. <laughs> I mean, isn't it kind of the same character? White yeah. devil, white devil? Anyways. Um, yeah, Norman Bates versus the Armitages in Get Out. The parents of in the in Get Out. The whole family. The whole family, yeah. The yeah. whole family. So, full confession, never seen Get Out. Yeah, never seen Get uh, Out. I saw Us and I saw uh, the Twilight Zone that he did. That was fine, but I never saw Get Out. I've seen the first, I think, opening like five minutes of it, and then I fell asleep. Um, So, do you want me to explain what they're doing? With I mean, I'm familiar with the plot line. Yeah, like they're they're, they're essentially replacing black people with turning them into white people, basically, like making them more akin to like fitting into their neighborhood. They're they're replacing replacing no replacing brains. That. Yes. Yeah. They're taking old white brains of people that are feeble and dying. They bring these these black people in and they're auctioning them. Pretty much, they bid on them, and then they, um, what's her name, Catherine Keener, hypnotizes yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, And they with the tink of the spoon or whatever. Right. And, you go and they, the, they they force the old people's brains into the into the new. Black it's being community. John Malkovich. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like they're 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 turning the black community into like the desirable black quote unquote or like like the kind that they want into their. They just be want. Just they, yeah. they have different reasons for it's it's extend your life. It's so you can have a young body again. Whatever. It's it's a lot. And of they're different. fetishizing like black bodies and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. And I mean, to me, just when you look at it, I mean, it's hard to separate how good that movie is from just like the villainy of that family. But like, it's fucked up when you think about what they're doing. Like, I'm sure. Compared to just, I would much rather just be killed by Norman Bates than have that shit happen to me. Like personally. Yeah, I, I agree. Like it's fucked up, and then you just like walk around and like you're just. You're never yourself again. Like what? To me, that's a worse fate, though. And uh, getting to, your mind swapped out as opposed to just being randomly stabbed. Yeah, because I you just, stayed at the wrong hotel because somebody <laughs> with mommy issues killed you. Like, I, he's yeah. not beating and torturing people. He's yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just kill me. So I, to me, it's the Armitages. Somebody okay. else say that word so I don't sound like the only Ar- ass. Armitages. There we go. Thank you. That was difficult, though. That's a hard word. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Armitage is easy to say. Armitage is. Listen, yeah. I'm like four whiskey sodas into this, so I'm not even going to attempt that. There we go. <laughs> so are we the family in Get Out? Yeah, Get Out. Listen, I'm going to vote for Norman Bates just because he's the OG, and I think he needs at least one vote of representation. But Armitage... Armit... 
the Armitages we go. go through. Yeah. I, shout out to Norman Bates, though. He is the, the Osiris of that shit. So, uh, man. Get out moves up. For our last matchup of this particular podcast, I think this one's going to be a slam dunk as well. Um, we have Sauron of Lord of the Rings fame and versus Michael's personal favorite, the mayor from Jaws. <laughs> I'm going to let Michael go dig himself a hole first. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to dig a hole. As, as much as I think that the mayor is a great representation, especially today, of everything that is wrong with capitalism. Like, literally, there is an expert, there are multiple experts staring you in the face saying, this is what you need to do to solve the problem. Here's the problem you're having. Here's how we can solve it. It's going to cost you money, and it's going to cost you economy, but it can be solved. And the mayor just writes it off and goes, nah, we're good. So I think it's really poignant, especially with what's going on today. But let's be real. He, it, it doesn't hold a candle. It, it, it's it, as, as bad as late stage capitalism is, and as late as, as bad as as his decisions are, and every decision that this mayor makes is based in in greed and and a desire to put money and profit ahead of personal safety. It just doesn't compare. It just it doesn't. So he strong representation. Good shout out. But you're not going to last. It's just not going to happen. No, I, I agree. I think symbolically he's more evil than he actually is as a person. Sure. He's just a fucking idiot in, right, as right. a person. But symbolically it's like, oh, if you look at it through a deeper lens, it's like, oh, yeah. But What he represents is more evil than anything he actually, he actually does is, in the movie. Right, right. He's just a dumbass. Yeah, he's just, he's yeah, dumbass politician driven, driven by greed. So, and yeah. And Sauron wants to destroy the world of man. Uh, yeah. But again, there's no real law against that. There's no real declaration that's saying you can't run the world. So, is he really the villain? I mean, unless you're an orc. I'm, <laughs> I'm just grasping I mean, you're like, it. I like this guy. I'm grasping at straws here, so. Yeah, it's Sauron. Slam dunk it. Yeah. Yeah. He's so memorable, you only see him briefly in, like, actual physical form, and he still looms over everything. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, fuck, this motherfucker here. Always looking, always watching. I mean, yeah. it's Sauron. Like, yeah, it's you you can't. The Mayor of Jaws is not going to stand up to that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. no, good shout out. Uh, so, first off, shout out to all of our losers. Uh, we we're glad that you made the list. Uh, I'll give Most a Especially qu- Agent Smith. Agent Smith. Smith. There's, been some, <laughs> there's been some fun upsets. We had some 13 seeds, beat a 4 seed, so on and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, that's why we're doing this. Do you want me to set up what our future is going to look like? Just give, give you us quick... give us a, a, a couple of hi- not everything, but give us a couple of highlights. What do we got to look forward to? I'm going to say give us, some, give us some winners, not necessarily a matchup, but just some winners that are going to go through into the next rounds. Okay, uh, I'll save uh, one of what I think is my favorite matchup um, involving two sci-fi greats, mm-hmm. but we'll 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 save that. Um, yeah, Freddy Krueger versus Maleficent, man, woo! That's that's going to be a tough. That's going to be a fun one. Okay. Uh, How 9000 verse that's going to be a strong contender yeah, he's, he's okay. tough man I don't want to hear the verses just, okay. just give me the winners okay we have two comedy ones that made through to, from two comedic movies that okay. made the bracket so that's going to be fun to break down because one of these is going to make it to the sweet 16 and <laughs> I, I didn't expect any of the comedic ones to uh, to, to get make that it. far no okay no. so I mean that's that's why we play the game I guess 
Uh, yeah, there's some still a couple slashers on the board, classic 80 slashers on the board. Right on. So As it should be. Yeah. It should be fun. Um, How many Nazis are on the board? A all lot. Of them, <laughs> all the ones we wrote down. Uh, yeah, so we'll be looking forward to that. We'll bring that to you. This all might get cut anyways, but I'll fuck Bring it to you next time. Bring it to you next time. What you've been watching podcast. By the <laughs> way, we are now available on Spotify and iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. So please feel free to, and I hate chilling out like this, but give us a like, five star rating. Give us a review. That's going to help the al- algorithm and help push us into the ears of people who may not uh, normally listen to us. Uh, also, you can reach us at the What You've Been Watching homepage on Facebook. Yep. Uh, you can email us there. We'd love to hear from you if you got suggestions for any upcoming episodes, any movies you would like us to look into, or something that you feel is noteworthy. Hell, if you just want to bitch about Agent Smith getting cut out in the first round and just berate us in a three-page email, I'm not going to read it. I'll pass it on to Marcus so he can agree with you vehemently. Send it to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can email us at whatchabeenwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's at it. Dudley for Brothers us. Podcast on Facebook. Uh, I think that does it for today. Hashtag Dudley Bros Productions Worldwide. Uh, right. Join the legions, uh, Matthew. Thank you for being here, man. We yeah, really, really appreciate you setting in, fun. man. Thank you. Uh, very anything much. you want? Anything you want to promote? Push forward. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your tattoo studio, bro. Give give a shout out. Uh, studio V Tattoos. I'm Matt. Um, hit me up, man. Make an appointment. Yeah, I cannot stress how much you must make an appointment. Yeah. Do not just walk in and think you're going to get tatted that day. But he does good work. I, I Credit where credit's due. You are an awesome tattoo artist Thanks, and me. probably one of the best in town. And, and if you're looking for a, a tattoo in Tallahassee or the North Florida region, go look him up. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you. So, all right, guys. Thanks for having uh, us. Next time. Guys, go see a movie. Every town. As it's ups and downs, sometimes ups outnumber the downs, but not in Nottingham. I'm inclined to believe if we were so down, we'd up and leave. We'd up and fly if we had wings for flying. Can't you see the tears we're crying? Can't there be some happiness for me? But not a Nottingham. There you go. All right, we're saving that.